Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast, episode number 219, with your host, 65 Lokes. Hope you guys are doing well. Man, it has been a minute, I would say close to a month. I have not done an episode. Sorry about that. It's a trip how uh, how time flies, you know? When you, uh, when you miss one episode, then it's like, all right, next week or whatever and then you miss another one that's and the next thing you know it's like a month just goes by and you're like dude what the heck what's going on right and i'm pretty sure a lot of you are probably wondering um why hasn't there been any uh podcast episodes uh that have been published and uh one of the reasons is uh you know in the in the beginning of the month my daughter had gone sick so during um you know I would say 30, like 30 minutes before I was going to go live on YouTube, um, my daughter had gotten a fever, you know, at, at night, but right before I was going to go on, her, her fever just like blew up, like it went up super high. And, you know, there, there was a couple friends who, who knew about the situation, you know, with that, um, they they would check in and stuff. And, but I, I don't know, I don't know. I guess I was thinking like she she would be fine or whatever, because my uh, my fiance was taking care of her, you know. But then it got it got me worried, you know. So I was just like, you know, it's best not to. And um, you know, my homie Shane was gonna be the guest on this episode, and I know he's like, I believe like three hours ahead of time, you know, from my time, and we we were good to go, you know, we were chatting and everything, and then. You know, once that like spiked up, you know, I uh, reached out to him and was like, "Dude, like, I'm gonna have to cancel tonight's episode, and we're gonna have to postpone." You know, and uh, and thank you, Shane, for understanding. He, you know, such a cool dude. You know, I've uh, known Shane for some years now, and you know, he he understood and everything, and he said, "Yeah, don't trip, just do what you gotta do." And you know, we didn't go live; like, nothing happened. And even after that, you know, um, no- nothing's been like set yet just because i didn't know what was going to go down and you know i I waited out like a couple weeks out but you know she got better no more fevers like it was just like it was like a few days of like fevers and then you know we went even when took her to like emergency room and all that good stuff that you got to do you know because you as a parent you freak out like what the heck um this is out of my control you know let's take her to uh to someone that knows more about this and, and see what's going on and you know she, she's doing a lot better now she's in good spirits and you know it's part of growing up you know she's uh gonna be three this august and you know kids are gonna get sick they're gonna get better they can get sick and all this is doing is just empowering their immune system so you know it, it's just you just gotta go with the flow and you know, th- those are those moments when, like, life kicks in, you know, where as much as you want to do something and you just can't, you know, it's out of your control. You have to put family first and, and do that and just got to be there, you know, especially for your kids. So, um, you know, after that, I was just like, it was kind of hard for me to, to get back into that flow, into that mind state, because even though a week had gone by and she was doing much better, um, you know, it was just really hard to get back into it in that moment. And, and then I just was like, you know what, 
you know, I'm just going to chill with her. So, you know, like putting her to sleep and then her knowing that I'm there and everything. And, you know, for whatever, for whatever reason she might need me, you know. And and then just time time went by. And, and then the second week hit. And by the time the second week and she was all good to go, she's going back to daycare. You know, she's back into her routine of things. We're, we're going outside and playing and going for our walks and all that stuff. Now I was like, all right, cool. You know, it, it's time for me also to get back into a flow of things, you know. And w- one of the things that uh, helped me get back into the flow of things is uh, the Aoshima build-off that's currently going down right now uh, that's being hosted by the Now or Never build-off. And, and this is a two-month build-off that's going down you know, right now being already like the end of June, we're completing this first month. Uh, July will be the second month and the last month, right? End of July, cars got to be done. Uh, pictures have to be submitted, you know, and, and all this as, as part of the the, uh, the participation. So, you know, I wanted to talk about, about my build just to keep you guys updated with, you know, what's going down with that. And, you know what? When I was uh, picking out what car I wanted to do, you know, I, I wanted something that was going to get me excited, but at the same time, something that was a bit challenging, like, you know, just, just to challenge myself, like, all right, I'm looking at all my builds that I have in front of me on my bench, and I, I remember learning this on this build, learning this on that second build, on the third build, and so forth. What is it about these builds that I'm missing that I'm not, that I have not done, or, or what mistakes that I do on these previous builds that I don't want to do on this newer build? You know, I started to really like think about all this. So there was a lot of thinking involved uh, behind my build and, and coming down to the selection and finally narrowing it down to a Nissan Cedric that I was like, I really like the box art. The the box art is is speaking to me, and this is. This is the direction I want to go as far as a kit and going more for an older style car. That I was like, yeah, this is what what it's it's coming going towards, right? And and I started to do research on the car, you know, um, as far as customization, what is out there, right? Because we always look for photos of cars to get inspired, to get ideas, and, and to see. Uh, just things that maybe we don't see when we look at a photo until you find a video and someone points out the before and after or this is what I did to the car that makes it more exciting so I started to look up this Nissan Cedric and I could not find anything on this car there was really no photos of it the closest thing I found was a build that was just like slammed that was it and it was just sitting there chilling and when I found the video it just showed the owner, you know, getting it fully stocked, working on it, and the mods were more like of lowering it, and the paint job, and it, it had more of a, a like a silver metallic paint job, and it looked beautiful, beautiful car, but I, I guess I was just looking for more, you know, as far as customization, I wanted to see like, you know, just something very different. The closest thing to uh, customization was Bozuzoku cars but 
not really on that model it seemed like that particular car isn't really uh flipped like there's not really much it's all the other cars from that era that are more modified you know and and then i i started to you know brainstorm like the era like okay this is more of like a 70s style era car you know leaning into the into those like 80 years and i was like you know if if i really own this car uh what would i do to it you know and and i started thinking you know more of when i'm looking at it like okay i definitely want to shave off the door handles which you wouldn't see this in real life on a cedric in japan you know uh but for me i i started to think like all right uh i'm i'm from here from california um i've gotten a taste of the lowrider cars from seeing them at shows growing up being around them and then being exposed to the custom world as well seeing them at shows and you know from previous builds too from customs um hudson hornets and the mercs and all that that i was like okay like i kind of want to grab a little bit of both worlds and incorporate it into this japanese car that i really like the body shape and and i feel like this is like a good foundation to be able to go off of this and and build on it so the first thing was i need to shave everything i need to shave emblems signal markers door handles uh you know any anything um you know if the windshield wipers weren't molded but if they were going to be molded those were coming off right um the little vents that are um above the hood you know before you get into the uh the front windshield i filled all that in right there as well and i just started prepping the body and you know from previous builds i feel like i've got my motivation would die out a lot of the times while i was uh prepping the bodies because it involved a lot of glue and a lot of sanding and i noticed by the time I was ready to go to the next step. I was never, I always felt like I was never ready because I would always find a little lump or something uneven or I needed to fix this. A little cavity of glue that broke off that I needed to refill. And no matter how many times I refilled, that cavity would keep coming back. So this time around, I started to really use more of styrene to fill in areas and then put a little bit amount of glue around that area to have less sanding going on which made it a lot easier to fill in things that I needed to fill in um, there was uh, little vents that were at the front of the nose that when you look at the box art in the in the stock car I mean it looks cool like that's part of the design but in my mind I was like if this is a custom car that's that's being filled in that's going away it's gonna look funny like before I put the headlights on, but for now, that's just gonna be building smooth. Um, and then, you know, my, my choice of primer was the gray primer. So I started adding the gray primer on there. And, you know, in my mind, I was already visualizing, uh, okay, what is gonna be the final result of this car? How is this car, car going to look? 
what are the colors am I going for in this car? What type of paint am I going to use on this car? Because I've been using a lot of splash paints. Great paint line. And I was like, you know what? It's been so long since I've used House of Color. And, and if you're going to do a custom paint job, I mean, House of Color is the true king when it comes to custom paint. Because you can mix, you can intermix their whole full system. It all works well together. Everything from metallics to, you know, flakes, pearls, candies. And on top of that, the show, the, to finalize everything with the show clear, I was like, this is the direction I, I need to head. So I started to select as far as uh, colors go. You know, it's been so long since I purchased House of Color from painting, you know, years back that one thing I learned is, and when I was very fairly new to it, I was just buying so many colors like crazy. In my mind back then, I used to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to use all these colors. You know, when I bought the KK candies, a candy concentrates, I bought the whole full set because they were offering the set. And I figured, oh, I'm going to I'm going to get a bank for my buck, like a value because I'm buying the set. But little did I know is that I never even really got to use the whole set. A lot of that paint went to it didn't go to waste. I gave it I ended up giving it away later. Uh, but it was very a small amount of paint that I was uh, using and in that moment I was buying like trying to collect all the pearls all the metallics you know I was collecting all different colors of flake from different brands I was just going crazy with it you know just spending a lot of money but I also wanted to understand the system and and if and if I was going to learn I needed to invest and spend all this money on all this stuff you know is it was lasting me a long time and i wasn't really getting around all of it because i was working with with small scale car, uh, cars 125th scale you know some that were 124 but majority was 125th and if i was doing uh one-to-one stuff or anything bigger like the size of a skateboard a panel obviously all that paint would would have been gone quick because then you know i'm using more material but since I was using, you know, less material for smaller items, it was lasting me a lot longer. And, and I was also, you know, only selecting certain colors for certain builds. So now leading up to this newer purchase that I was going to be doing in this year of 2023, I decided, okay, um, I'm only going to buy certain colors of candy, um, as far as a silver, Orion Silver Max, Show Clear set, and then also uh, uh, the, I think it's called Bright White or Pure White uh, base coat, you know, pretty much. And uh, what else did I get? I know I got the candies, you know, I got the blue candy, purple, um, pink, some of my favorite colors right there. As far as the blue, it's the Oriental Blue. Uh, candy concentrate that I got from them SG100 as well and you know I just I just started like gathering everything I needed as far as my paints my clears and I had a bust out with uh, tropical glitz 
Platinum Plus Flake that I've had in the vault for like a minute. I have not used it for so long, but I kept it. I mean, that stuff is so good and, and it goes a long ways that I was able to like pull that out too. Um, I started mixing some of my paints and getting things prepped and ready. Uh, finally, you know, the one of the first steps after the, the, the car was ready for paint, um, I started to uh, to spray the body all white, and I started and I and I did it with the house of color, um, spraying at about 18 psi, and Iwata Eclipse um, airbrush with a 0.5 millimeter needle, and once I covered up the whole body all white, I started painting other parts um of the car so let me go back real quick just to kind of explain my, the, the visual of what i have for this car so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just tell you guys right now what it is so as you guys hear this you guys are pretty much already gonna know uh the direction i'm headed but it won't be until later when you you're gonna see what i'm talking about the final product because it's already been painted i'm at this point i'm at the stage where i just need to clear it now I just haven't shown, I haven't shown anything really. I've been showing a little bit of, of it, but basically what I'm, the, the visualization for the, for the car before I had even started was the car is going to have blue candy, white pearl, uh, a flaked uh, roof with blue candy painted over that blue flake, the fenders, the, uh, the side fenders for the white body and also the front bottom lip piece and the back wing is also going to be flaked and going to be painted with the same blue to match the roof all right and um so in order to 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 get to that point you know that's that's the end result right there so the beginning stages, hitting it with the whole body all white, right? Using the house of color from the Shimmer 2 line. And then after that is, uh, you know, dried and, and all that ready to go. The next thing, the next layer of paint would be my white pearl. And this is my white uh, from the PVC line. And this is called Snow White Pearl. Such a beautiful, like really nice color. So the whole body is pearled. Um, as far as like the fenders and all that, I'm not touching that just because it's, you know, that that's that that's like a whole separate project right there. So on the body, it's the body and the hood and the trunk because I had cut out those pieces out. So um, those uh, everything was taped together, painted the whole body all pearl. On my Instagram, I did show the car already pearled white and now that the car has been pearled the the next thing that i wanted to do was uh uh shoot it with the with the blue candy and you know recently i had announced um you know i had done a print featuring armando flores armando flores had recently done the pink motel presentation at the location of the pink motel out in the valley 
And there's so many photos that my friend Vision124 had sent me and I had posted some of them on Instagram. And there's so many good shots in there. And there was a couple shots that just my eyes gravitated to those two pictures. And, you know, I wanted to put together this um, print so people can have this. You know, anybody who orders from the website right now until I run out is going to get one of these for free. I reached out to Armando and I asked him if, if he would be down to sign them as well. So um, Armando, being a, you know, he's always been a supporter of Scale Riders. He's like, yeah, for sure. Let's, you know, and it was cool because we got to get together. We got to hang out. Uh, we got to have some lunch together, catch up, talk about paint, talk about, you know, just projects different things you know he brought out um the uh heart of gold build like it, it was cool i even got to take a picture with it i had to hold it and, and and to see all this work that went into this car so it, it was cool you know like talking and, and and he surprised me because i had shown him and i've been talking to him about this build as far as what i'm gonna do and then he was like I have a gift for you and I'm like he's like I bought you this and it just it blew me away like it sidetracked me and he gave me paint and I, I feel like that's always like a painter giving another painter like a gift uh, like paint is, is always been like it's like a big gift right there and it was something that was very rare too you know um, it's it's Murano paint but this is like the real like a real Murano paint it's not like something that's being produced like now this is something from like the past right and um and i mean this 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 was gifted to me with the shimmer of the color that i wanted to go with with my build and and he was telling me like you need to use that on your car like for sure like this this right here this this stuff's gonna be dope so you know i um after my car had already been you know hit with pearl white i went ahead and, and and went that next step all right cool now i need to dust the car with this morano pearl so i started hitting the the body with the morano pearl and then i went back out and i started looking at it under the sun by then now i see this pearl it's taking effect and my car is like glowing like under the sun and i was like dang you know and and in any direction where the sun was hitting it, it was just like more vibrant, more vibrant. And that's what I've been looking for. I've been looking for something like that. That's just kind of like, like it's going to be vibrant, whether if it's in the, in the sun or even if it's not even in the sun, as long as there's some type of light, the, the color is going to, it's going to glow, let's say. Right. So I hit it with that. And then I let that dry out. Finally, when the time came, to uh candy the car i had my blue candy ready and uh and i went and i started hitting the panels on the car that i wanted it to have the blue candy and um and along with like you know certain fades of pearl that that went in certain areas um finally the body was done i was like cool um, I did a little bit of candy for the interior, not too much, just a little bit, something that I would be like, all right, in real life, I'd probably do this. You know, this is the way I would want it to look, 
from here and here and that's it um finally um the the time came to to work on the fenders so i i proceeded from the great primer i proceeded to uh to now spray over the that great primer with the orion silver max which gave me a nice coverage and if you compare orion silver silver max which is the the newer color from the shimmer 2 paint line compared to the orion silver orion silver is great but this other one is a lot more brighter it's like a lot more richer like the metallics that they're using there are just they're more blingy you know and you get better coverage and there's just more benefits you could even tint the the metallic if you wanted to but i wasn't going to tint it you know but that's optional so i went ahead and um i sprayed all the fenders with orion silver um and after that i got you know the following day i got my flake and then i flaked the fenders i flaked all those parts um when the when the other car you know the body was all dried and, and done right I started to uh, to back, back mass the whole car because I was gonna flake the roof. So I have to cover the whole body. I'm only, I only need to expose what I wanna flake. So I went ahead and I used uh, my Infinity cutting mat. I laid out gre uh, green, a piece of a three inch size 3M tape green, laid it on my cutting mat. And then with my hobby knife, I started to uh, to cut out one millimeter lines straight of tape, and I started to layer that over the window trim around you know the back window and the front window, and and also along the the side. There's a trim that goes on along the side of, up on the upper part of the body, so I had that all all back mass lined up. And then I started to finally layer my bigger pieces of tape. So I started using Tamiya tape for certain areas and then the rest was all FBS tape, uh, that the, the gold FBS tape that they sell in a three inch size to protect the body on the sides. And once everything was all back masked, I went back into the booth and I started to spray uh, the Orion Silver Max over the white hood. I mean the white hood over the white roof and and I got it all covered up um, I later waited came back and now I flaked the roof it was all flaked so now I have the flake on the roof and the flake on all the fenders and and all the other parts that I wanted flaked so you know the more I'm looking at this car the more it's speaking to me and I started looking at the interior um, you know the the uh, I had shown on my Instagram how the dash I I cut out a lot of the buttons a lot of the stuff the glove compartment all that stuff I gutted it all out and I just made it really smooth you know just more of a of a custom look the interior um, you know you're looking at the the interior side panels from the doors you know and it's the same you see like to roll down the windows and like you know the levers and the armrests and all that stuff. And then all the little details, you know, of how the original car is. And I didn't want any of that. I was like, 
How's this car going to be custom from the outside, custom from here and there? But then those things are still the same as a stock car. I didn't want that. So I um, I started to use my uh, Tamiya Scriber and it's the, uh, the 0.1 millimeter Scriber. And I started to scribe out the uh, the doors, like the inside panel doors, scribed them out, and then the uh, let's just say like the frame of the interior, I I got flat styrene, about the same millimeter. I believe it's like a a one or a one point five millimeter of styrene sheet or two millimeter, and I just traced out the exact shape of those interior door panels and I, I uh, scribed them out so now I had a flat surface the whole shape and then I scribed out the doors like the line of it right so I was like alright cool so I, I sanded that down I prepped it I went ahead and uh, sprayed it with primer and then I came back with, uh, with the pure white and then I hit that finally the whole thing with pearl white so then I laid out Later, when it was all dried, I, I uh, ended up laying out tape. I cut out the, uh, um, the the tape out. So now the frame is being protected. That's what's going to stay white pearl. But the inside door panels are going to be exposed. So taking out the, the tape and exposing those parts, now I'm able to hit those areas with Orion Silver Max. I spray them with Orion Silver Max. Then later I come back and now I flake the inside of those door panels. So on the original, I really like the armrests because they just look super chill. Like there's not much going on. They're not all that busy. So with my uh, with my my nippers, I started cutting it out and I sanded it down and I just got it to like, all right, cool. I could still recycle these and use them on the new door panels that I created. Um, so now. I'm at that point where the the side panels are already, you know, like I was describing, they're flaked, but then the 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 frame of it is in pearl white. Um and now the 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 next step that was needed is I need to candy over the flake because I wasn't going to just leave it like that the platinum color that it is. I wanted to to flake over it so i went ahead and prepped my candy house of color candy and um i started to just spray it every the session was all done together and the reason why it's all done together is because you want to see everything match as close as possible and remember uh the passes that you're doing on these parts because with House of Color candy concentrate that you mix up, it's very transparent. In the bottle, it's transparent, but it looks dark. But it all depends on how many coats of that transparent paint you lay over. So if you're going over it and you do, let's just say you do three passes or four on one, and then another one you do like six, another one like 12, and you put those all together, it's gonna be completely different. They're all gonna come in different shades. And that oriental blue is such a beautiful color that it's always gonna come in a different shade. 
and I had remembered when I had done my 67 Impala, there was a a section of blue that I really like on that body that I was that's what I was aiming for to to try to get it to match the body of this car that I had already painted, right? So then when I started uh canning over the the roof flake, I had to count the passes of how many times I'm going over this. And then when I when I went towards like the the wide body fenders, the same I had to do the same thing. The interior door panels had to do the same thing. Some counting as I'm going. And I'm also looking at it under the light and, and just and even taking photos because sometimes our eyes don't grab everything. But when you look at it, when you photo, when you snap a photo, the photo captures everything. And then I was able to like compare, zoom in and see like, all right, cool, you know. And I finally was like, all right, cool. This is the last coat. I don't need to go more than this. This feels right. I really like the way the color is now. Finally, I stopped and I just put everything away. Like I was saying, I'm at the stages now where I just need to clear coat this car. I need to seal everything in there. You know, um, I know more clear is going to have to go into the flake to bury the flake to get a smooth finish. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'm hoping tomorrow, which is going to be Saturday, uh, start and do a, a clear coat session with uh, the show clear. Once, uh, once, once I'm done with the session, I'm going to have to um, look at everything and most likely I'm pretty sure the, the body itself, I'm going to have to uh, wet sand, get it nice and smooth, and then the roof, um, wet sand it lightly, not, not too much. I don't want to burn through any flake, you know, um, and then come back and, and um, get it ready for, uh, for a second coat of clear. The sides will be like coated really lightly uh, just because I don't want it to get too thick and, and looking like weird um, I would say where most of the clear would go would be the roof but I'm also going to be careful not to overdo it where you know I don't want any runs on this car right and another thing is from what I've learned is when you're working with show clear it will give you some of the best results when it comes to a, a custom, you know, paint job and the end result. Uh, but one thing is you need to be patient when it comes to that one because um, every time you uh, spray a layer of paint or a clear, you want it to cure. You want it to cure enough so you get to your second uh, stage of clear because if that first layer if you hit that and it doesn't fully cure I mean not fully like 100% but you know like a, a point where where all right it's, it's ready to grasp the next and you keep layering more and more and more and more there you're gonna start to get pops and just like things from the bottom trying to break out because it's trying to breathe it's trying to like do its thing and it's almost like each layer is fighting each other it's not letting it break through those doors you know um so for example my first coat a clear would be more of a mist coat like a tack coat that would be 
applied to the body and everything, the full thing, right? So I would start attack code on the body. I let that sit. While that's sitting away, I start on the fenders one by one, taking my time, getting that attack code on everything, right? But at the same time, I'm going to have a timer going on. This timer is going to be set for, well, not yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Once, oh no, you're right. Once I start with the body, the timer is going to start 15 minutes for this tack coat, right? So the minute that I spray the, the body and I put the, the body away in a little case, I start the timer. That's the way I do it. Um, and this is my way, the way I'm explaining it. And then I start with every part until I get to the end. All those pieces get put away. By the time I'm at, I'm spraying like the last pieces and I put it away, there's still time on the clock, right? There's still time going on, still time going on. Finally, that alarm's going to go off. Boom. By the time the 15 minutes go off, I'm going to go back. I'm going to check the airbrush and then refill it with more clear. If I need to refill it with more clear, uh, make sure that... Uh, the area is still clean. It's not contaminated. Uh, there's nothing in the way. Make sure everything's cool because we're going to come in now for the second session. Uh, I pull out that model. But, you know, and by the time I'm going to go back and spray it again, five more minutes had already passed. So I reached like that 20 minute mark, which is fine. And then now I hit it with the medium coat. And I put it, I put it back into the case and I reset, I reset the clock again. Um, but this time instead of 15, now I boost it up to like 20, like 25 minutes. And now I come back and I spray all those parts, medium coat, everything. They're all done. They get put back in a little case where nothing's going to fall on them or whatever no particles or whatever and then i'm still chilling you know 25 more minutes you know 25 minutes and then that's done i take a look you know make sure everything's cool um by then a lot of this clear has already flown out it's uh it's already like in its position somewhat leveled out you know um, by the time I'm going to get to my third coat, the second coat is already like, it's almost like it has its, its, its arms open to give a big hug to what's going to come towards it. That third coat of clear, you know, uh, by the time I spray that third coat, I'm already, when I look at that clear, like, especially the, the roof or the side doors or whatever, I'm already starting to see a reflection of myself wearing the mask on there once i start seeing that i already know that bam like i made it i made it to this point where we're coming to an end and it's something that's very fascinating that i love when i'm spraying the clear over over flake because you start to see the flake everything and the candy activate you start to see it come to life you start to see it bloom for what it is for its existence you start to see its job. If it's a flake, it's doing what it was meant to be. It's to sparkle and, and just shine. Candy, it's doing what it was meant to be, you know? 
a really rich, transparent color. And it's just, I like, I've always liked that part of seeing it just, just come to life. Um, once everything's all said and done, I, I put everything away. I start to clean out the area, clean out the airbrushes, like just putting lacquer thinner, doing spray outs and all that good stuff. Um, once a lot of stuff's like put away and other things are thrown away, then I can go back in there and um, really clean that airbrush because sometimes the the clear gets gets on the needle, you know, it gets on certain areas where it'll, it'll dry and it'll get stuck. So a lot of times I just like pull a lot of that stuff out and I just clean it with lacquer thinner and I just lay it out and I don't put nothing in until like later. Um, and then as far as, you know, like the, the parts and everything, if I'm spraying it Saturday, I mean, I'll check the parts the next day and within 24 hours, it's, it's cured, but not fully, you know, I don't like to touch my models, um, like that right away. I like to wait, like I like to peek through the window and just see it. And, um, and that's it, you know, but I'm not going to touch it. And then finally, I would say by like three days I go by, then I'll start to really like get a little bit more closer to it to see it and stuff, but, and be able to like now touch it, get it off the stand, maybe do a quick little mock-up or something. But when it comes down to wanting to, uh, you know, uh, like wet sanded and all that um, I'm going to still wait at least like a couple weeks or a week for that that I'll, I'll come in and I'll you know depending what I feel with my fingers if I feel little bumps if I feel you know anything sharp like just something on the sides where maybe it came from debris um things that I need to smoothen out, then I'll come in and I'll start with my polishing uh, pads from God Hand and I'll start polishing the body with it, you know, coming out with like the eight, uh, what is it, um, 88,000 grit or eight, no, 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 88,000, what the heck am I saying, 8,000 grit or 10,000 grit, you know, I start hitting it with all that and just getting it like nice and smooth. Uh, before, if needed, you know, most likely I'll have to re-clear re again, especially to uh, to cover up that flake. You know, and I'll, I'll get all that uh, going on there. And then, uh, what's what's all that's all <sighs> said and done, then the, the final thing later would be to polish the car with my polishing pads and my Meguiar's uh, compounds and get all that uh, but while all that's going on while I'm waiting while I'm doing all that waiting I still need to finalize the uh, the interior you know I need to I need to glue parts together and you know and just other things like finalize like you know what's the next step and then just start start getting it done start putting it together uh, from there you know uh, but it was it was cool, man. Like so far, this this has been a really uh, fun, uh, pleasing build. It's it's just it's been making me come back into the step back into that custom uh, stage, 
where where I really want to like explore more colors and, ex- and and experiment with like different things and different methods from from the products of House of Color to be used. And and at the same time, I mean, I, I I'm just looking forward to to painting more more cars, you know, and and especially uh, you know not podcasting, not be able to record anything because of the scheduling. I'm at least able to channel out, you know, um, the hobby, the creativity, like something through building. You know, if I can't speak with my words on a podcast, for now, I'm speaking with my hands through my model. That's pretty much what's going down right now, you know. And and I just really want to just showcase some of the stuff that I'm doing. Um, just to see like that that final uh, the end result right there uh, with the with the color choices that I went with with this build and I mean so far I'm just like I'm happy with with the direction that it's going with um, as far as interior a couple things I want to share that I'm excited about is you know Gavin from Japan he has some great products on his website lowrider model car parts I'm going to be using the, uh, it was this heart-shaped steering wheel collab that he did with Cruisewell and Detail Junkies. And man, it's like a chrome-plated heart-shaped steering wheel that just fit the car. Perfect. I was like, this has to go with this. Um, And it also has a photo edge piece on there. All that, it's all being put together on this build. The uh, the steering column is from Mr. Model out from Brazil. It's a really nice uh, machined, aluminum machined uh, steering column that's coming out from Brazil. And I carry those in the store. I'm out of them, but I'm getting more. They're on the way. I had ordered more from him. Both of those two pieces complemented each other really nicely, and and they're going together on this build. As far as the seats, you know, I was originally going to use the stock, this two stock uh, seats that come in the car, but in perfect timing, I don't know what the heck I was tripping out on it. Um, white chocolate one two four from Spain that I met in person earlier this year in March had listed on his Instagram account new seats available now I was like wait what and I started to to look at all the seats and I was like dude these are all dope and there was two sets that he had done that I was like oh man these two sets are contenders right here for this car they just had that look that look that they would flow with this with this car and I went ahead and put in my order. He got those to me. And I have the seats. I did a little mock-up with them. And t- with each one of each just to see which one. <sighs> and the decision's been made. I, I picked out the, the pair of seats, the two front seats that I'm going to go with. So just knowing that I'm using, you know, products from a couple friends, I'm excited to use those in this build right here as well so i'm like super hyped and then um 
you know, there'll be other things that, that I'm most likely going to implement as I go. It just depends, like, as I do these mock-ups and I'm getting closer to those uh, completing stages. You know, next month of July, you know, it's a lot of days in a month, four weeks. And I have enough time. I, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a good uh, pace with the build. But I also don't want to lose any time, you know, because I, I do want to see this build be completed, you know. So I'm just following the steps. I'm following what I'm visualizing in my mind with this build, what needs to be done, and I'm just following through the opportunities I have. I'm just taking advantage of them and just working at it little by little. Uh, but please make sure to check out my Instagram, where I'm going to be showing uh, more updates, you know, weekly updates with the build itself um, I mean I know I could easily just post everything but I just kind of want to be patient with, with what I'm doing uh, because I know you're supposed to submit photos too so I'm also doing that uh, so I'm just like patient, patiently waiting with with what I'm doing as I'm going <sighs> and on the posts as well so um so that's kind of what's been going on, you know. If uh, you know, if you don't see no episodes coming out, uh, like I was saying before, I'm like, I'm like in this like creative zone right now, and um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, po- I'm I'm recording this right now because I'm driving. I have the opportunity, and I've had all the all these like things regarding my car that I wanted to talk about that I wanted to share with you guys, and I and you know, I was like, this would be perfect time to uh you know advise you guys that you guys know kind of kind of where it's at with my build and um go from there um you know this is a long weekend we got fourth of july coming up and i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people traveling you know going places sightseeing going to visit loved ones um planning on going to see the fireworks all that good stuff right um, and most of us, we're just chilling. We're just chilling at home, staying local. We don't got to go nowhere far. I'm not trying to do nothing crazy. Probably because I've been, you know, you could say I've been traveling all the time. or doing crazy, do crazy stuff all the time. This is the time when I calm down, you know. Um, and, and, you know, if you have the days off and you have the time, good time to be on the bench and work on stuff, catch up on stuff. And, you know, one thing that I was telling one of my friends, uh, Rudy, about this build that's somewhat different from all my other other builds is prior to me starting it, I already had a really good visualization of how I wanted this to look in the end. And... And I know as I go, I will improvise things, but for the most part, I had, I guess you could say like a 90% finish, like in my mind, like how I want it to be. I'll leave the 10% to the improvisation of whatever. Maybe I'll add a little thing here. All right, cool. But the rest still remains. And I think what happens is uh, when I look back at previous builds, I didn't have that visualization too much. You know, I um, I had it up to a certain percent, a really low percent, where 
I could tell you, yeah, this car right here, I'm going to customize it. I want to open up the doors. I want to do suicide doors, suicide this, suicide that. And I also want to uh, fill in these areas and mold this, this, and this, and this. But when you came down to the real questions as to like, what wheels are you going to go with? What color are you going to go with? You know, what about the interior? What color? Those, those questions, it was really hard to get an answer out of me for that. Just because I didn't really have the visualization of how I wanted it to be at the end. With the paint or what I was going to do. And I was just focusing on like, you know... The before anything gets started to kind of look the fill-ins and all this that finally all right yeah like kind of just waiting for oh yeah the color will come to mind one day i'm just waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting you know and then finally the color comes cool and you're still going with the flow of things but then it just it's a really nerve-wracking stressful thing and it takes more time um, and then finally, oh, what kind of wheels? And you're kind of like, damn, at this point, this is like, I'm just going to get whatever wheels I come across or maybe somebody's selling a set. But this is back then. This is before Loretta Tomorrow Car Parts came in the scene with their products, right? Um, now it's like, I'm going with these wheels and they're available. Back then, there was stuff that was never, like it wasn't available for a minute. And it's just one of those things where, I um, it, it just things were always like at a pause, at a halt, you know. And then, and then later, I would like, oh, I'm gonna work on the next build, and another one, and another one. And next thing, I'm not, I'm not getting nothing done, you know. And I feel like this one being something different, where I see the end result, I visualize it, like I already picture it done in my hands, like I already like could picture that. So all I'm doing now is. Is just following the steps that I know I need to follow to get to to that point, to the final point. And I feel like before it was a bit of a mystery, a bit of like, oh, I still need to learn that skill. I haven't learned it yet, or or I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how to wrap my brain around that, you know. And and now I'm just applying what I've learned. I'm applying what I've learned, and but I'm still learning along the way. Um, I'm learning how to save more time, how to save, you know, certain tape outs and certain things. So I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, this, this has been going like pretty smooth, uh, so far. You know, like I know everyone's different. Some people are like already had that, you know, that visualization. They've always had that. And I know others that haven't had that. You know, and maybe, maybe you're in a situation like me where you have it or you don't, you know, and then later you're like, oh yeah, like it comes up, you know, um, but it will come, you know, it's just after like working on builds and we're doing stuff that, that stuff will, will definitely, uh, showcase. It's just for now, like it just, it just hasn't, it hasn't, it hasn't happened, you know? But um, but yeah, it's a trip, man. It's it's a trip with the uh, with the model building, like all these like little tricks and things that you learn, and 
you know, one of my friends was telling me, man, you could ask the same question, right, to any painter, and, and everyone's going to give you a, a different answer, but they're all very similar, it's just, it's all the experience, you know, it's based it, pretty much, um, I'm still going to be exploring the House of Color line, like things that I want to add uh, to my builds, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to explore uh, diff different things there with it, so... I've been keeping my eye out um, on, on other products that they've come out that I've never touched because I've, I've always kind of kept to like, oh, I, you know, everyone's been using this for so long, so let me stick to that. But but there is new stuff in the newer formulas and whatnot that I I feel like I need to also uh, explore and, and get right into and, and just buy it and try it, you know. Um, a lot of this stuff I've been, I'm, I'm lucky enough um, that I can get it almost the next day or in two days from uh, Coast Airbrush based out of Anaheim. Um, I mean, by the time they ship it ground, it's, it's already like on my doorstep the next day. Um, you know, I'm not too far from them. I'm, I'm probably about maybe an, an hour. I would say an hour distance with no traffic, but with all this crazy traffic, at least hour and a half almost two hours you know from from there but but it's it's a trip it's a trip uh, you know they they carry a lot of the stuff that i like and you know especially like the house of color line you know i only need you know can they concentrate i only need one ounce one ounce is gonna run me a long time when it comes to uh you know pearls you know, four ounces is cool. Uh, Orion Silver Max, the same. Four ounces is cool. Unless if I'm painting like crazy all the time, then yeah, I need, I need way more ounces. But for now, like, that's that's good enough right there. You know? Um, but yeah, like I was saying, once I get this, once I get this build done, I can't wait to work on the next one and, and just, you know, start working up my confidence with uh, more again with uh, custom colors it's just it's been so long you know it's been so long and, and it's getting to the point where yeah I need to start uh, messing around with with more stuff and just kind of just going from there you know because um, yeah there's a lot of a lot of neat things a lot of cool stuff that's uh, that's dropping and, and coming out and I just want to be able to like do something nice as far as the uh, the paint jobs come out and all that, you know. Um, but yeah, like you guys that are out there right now building your models and, and you know working on stuff, keep me posted, tag me, you know whatever you guys got coming up, you know updates, whatever, whatever post you do on Instagram, just tag me on there because this way it makes it easier for me to find you on my tag, and I could always. Um, I could always reshare what you guys are doing, even like on the DMs. Like, if you guys tag me, um, I, I get notified, and it's easier for me to just share the uh, the tag on there, um, the button. It gives me like the share button right away. You know, they keep updating Instagram all the time, and it's in there, so I'm, I'm able to just like share your guys' stuff. I'm I'm always happy to share on there. You know, anything model related is cool. You know, sometimes I get tagged for one-on-one scale stuff, like cars that 
I don't know. I'm like, what is this? Like, I think you're talking to the wrong person. Or what? I don't share that stuff. I don't know. I just, I just don't feel like it just, it, it flows or it goes with what I'm doing, you know, with the, with the content, with the page and stuff. But if I could like influence or inspire or help you guys get more of a reach, you know, more eyeballs to your current build or, or what you got going on. Cool. You know, um, I'm always, uh, I'm always down to share that. Um, for sure, uh, but you know, right, right now there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool paint systems. There's a lo- lot of a lot of uh, cool things, and and if you feel like it's time to explore something different, try something new, go for it. You know, there there's a lot of uh, a lot of colors that are out. Even um, like Tropical Glitz, they have a, a really dope urethane paint line of paint automotive paint that they have out right now and they come out with a lot of colors too i mean that that's something where i'm also gonna have to explore in the future too you know um because their their catalog keeps growing as well that keeps uh like I, i keep seeing them post new colors and there's just so many combinations when it when it comes to like custom painting it's it's insane it's crazy but i still like um you know, like factory colors, like especially if you're if you're trying to do uh, like a replica of a build that pertains to that that was released from that company, that car company, you know, and you want to do a car with like Millennium Jade, things like that. Like for sure, you know, no doubt, you gotta get that color, or you want to do a Midnight Purple. You got to get it. You got to get the OG. You got to decide. Do I want the one, the two, or the three? Which version? You know, there's just so many uh, so many versions that are out there. It's kind of crazy. But, you know, I'm still down. I'm still down for all those, like, the stock uh, colors, too. You know? Um, it's just, just have fun with it. You know? We got to go back. Why are we doing this? Why are we building models? You got to think, think about that. Because... The other day I was opening up a box of a model, right? Like, and parts were kind of scattered in the box. Stuff's on the tree, and then just there's just wheels right there. And I was staring at it, and I don't know what it was, but as I was staring at it, it's like I zoned out into what I was staring into, and it took me back. It, it was almost like it was knocking, like, on a door in my head, and it was like that door of that memory that thought of like when I was like 13 years old 12 years old you know building models seeing like the the mindset like that feeling I got when I when I opened up a model kit you know the ideas just things that ran through my head and always kind of dreaming that you own the car like this and also I was just thinking like how crazy, how crazy is it that back then I was so limited to just the tester's glue, the tester's knife, and whatever spray can I could get my hands on. And that was it. That's all it was, was getting a kit, opening it up, um, twisting off the parts off the tree using the hobby knife just to cut out certain little 
edges or little spikes that were coming off the part because I twisted it off because I had no idea you needed nippers. I had no idea any of those tools existed. And just putting the car together, not having no sanding paper to prep the car body, to even wash the body, to even uh, wash off all those oils or whatever from my grubby little hands, probably eating chips or drinking a a cold soda on a hot summer day and just grabbing the model and telling my friend, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then shaking up a, a spray can and just spraying it on top of a box and letting the sun just bake it, you know? But just having so much fun, you know? As a kid, you have to be 18 years old to buy a spray can. Your parents don't even want you to be messing around with spray cans because the first thing they know, they know you're going to want to go tag up some walls, maybe write your name or write or just paint over something, you know? And it's not even about that you're that you're doing something bad. Like grabbing a spray can and writing on the wall is not like a bad thing. It's just it's being created into a bad thing. Like, oh, you're bra- that's the law. You're not supposed to write on a wall. You're going to get a ticket, you know? And then and it's like, oh, now you're being labeled as, oh, you're a, you're a tagger or, a, or what, not even an artist. You're just a tagger, you know. It's vandalism. But if it's your own wall, it's not, you know, because you can erase it. You can do whatever you want, right? But I don't know. I'm just going back to when you're a kid, you grab, you get curious. You want to know what's going to happen when you grab this jar of magic liquid paint that when you shake it up, you hear a... Uh, a marble, especially growing up playing with marbles, you're like, oh, is there a mar- really a marble in there? No, I heard there's a steely in there. Oh man, I need that steely. So when I when this when this can goes to waste, I'm gonna cut this can open and I'm gonna take the the steely from the inside or whatever, right? And I'm gonna use it when I play marbles or whatever. I don't know, going off on a little tangent right there, but. You know, we get curious. We want to see, oh, I wonder how this is going to look when I spray it on a wall. I wonder how this would look if I spray it over this piece of plastic. <gasps> oh, what if I put it over a glass? You know, you start getting really, really curious about everything. And to be a kid and for your parents to be like, yeah, you want to paint that model? I'll buy you a can. Here, cool. Or you know what? I have. There's cans on the rack in the garage. I'll let you use this one, you know? Just having that liberty of your parents being like, go for it. Or even an uncle or a grandfather, you know? Being so down with the cause of you building a model. That that's the support they're giving you. By giving you that freedom, that confidence of knowing how to open up a can, popping off that cap, knowing how to push down on that button, when you're a little kid and you're using all the might and force in that in your in your arm to push down and sometimes those damn things get stuck or you can't even push them down or after so many pushes your fingers get tired and sore that you're like dang I, I barely painted one side of the car I still gotta do the other side and my fingers already shot like it's gone I need to do the other finger now I need to work with my like middle finger or the pinky to press down on this button or my thumb right and um, 
And then over time, you start getting better, better at it and better at it, right? And I was just thinking, like, dang, that's crazy. Like, that feels like another lifetime, sort of, to now being an adult. I'm 40 years old right now. You know, I turned 40 this year. And it's like... 40 years old right now in a time period where we have so much technology. We have so many smart people. We have so many, um, like, engineers, technicians, people that have knowledge, you know. I could hit up Armando Flores. I could hit up Daniel Valencia. I could hit up Rudy Munoz, Gary Seeds. We have so many people that we know that we could hit up for information. And these are people that are willing to give you the information, right? Um, so, so many, like, ideas, so many things that it's all there. The models are there. The tools are there. The pain is there. And, and it's like we're back at it still doing something that we were doing back then but now it's at a whole nother level and the time is now whatever you want to do the time is right now what are you waiting for you know if you're like if you're asking people about an airbrush what do you think about this airbrush what do you think about this airbrush and you've already asked five ten different people about the airbrush and you still haven't pulled the trigger pull the trigger and buy the airbrush because they've already answered the question just buy the airbrush if the airbrush is going to cost you 150 200 bucks 250 get it who cares just get it because right now you're this is the life you're living you're living right now buy it i don't know if you're living if you're waiting for another lifetime maybe in another lifetime you won't even be building models you know right now that we're living in this lifetime and we're conscious, buy the damn thing now and try it out. Try it for yourself and give it a year. Give it a year of trying out, figure out what's going on and, and see what kind of performance it gives you. And from there, start looking into other things that's going to help you up your game if the same with the compressor if you have a compressor that you're like man this thing's noisy the thing runs out it doesn't even have a tank it's just it's just the pure machine that produces the air and it's this and it's that it's time to get rid of that thing get rid of it donate it toss it discontinue like just don't use it retire it put it away now is the time to buy the compressor you've been dreaming of. If you look at Iwata's website or you look around on Instagram and you notice all these artists, every type of artist that's rocking Iwata, see which one they're using and why. Look at the CFM that it produces. And and like just look at all this stuff. Finally, you narrow it down. Like an airbrush artist right now, like a dope one, is gonna cost you like 400 bucks, maybe 500 bucks. A dope Iwata compressor. 
save up your money, buy it. Buy that thing now. Because trust me, it's going to help you level up your game. It's going to help, dude. I'm telling you. Because um, there's a lot of things, man. Like, I was talking to my friend Javier. We're having this conversation. We're talking about lacquer thinners and other products that are not, you're not able to buy them in California. Because California just rules them out. This cannot be sold here. Because of the VOCs and, and just the level of it. They don't want that chemical being exposed too much in the state of California. But every other state has it. Right? If you're a pinstriper and you need like lacquer, certain lacquer thinner, mineral spirits, turpentine, all these products, all these solvents... You'll see all these badass pinstripers from Arizona, from Texas, all these other states, Florida. They have access to all this stuff. And and they're busting out. And and damn, they're, they're busting out fucking dope. Sorry for my language. Here, I mean, people are busting out right here too. But here, when you're new to the game... You're going to struggle because you're buying, you're looking at, oh, wait, they're using mineral spirits. Cool. I need, I need that. And then you get it. But you notice that what you're using isn't the same what they're using. It's the same label, but it's not really the same type of chemical. So you're like, man, like, I guess I'm not cut out for this. I guess I'm not good. I guess I suck or whatever, or I'm going to give up. I've been at it for years. I followed all the instructions. I followed everything that I've been following this artist forever. I've talked to all these artists and they tell me the same thing. Nothing's coming out. But then later what people found out is, oh, the hack is I actually need to make a trip out to Arizona, buy all this stuff and bring it back. Because they won't ship it to me, you know, and because and they just won't. And now you start using that stuff and you're like, dude, now I'm busting out. Now I'm killing it, right? And and they're doing their thing or whatever. And I feel like it's the same thing with when it comes down to um, painting even models. I mean, if, if somebody's coming to me and asking me like, yo, like I want to do something custom like this and this and this. I could explain the formula to you. I could explain the way I do it my way and this and this and this and that. But if if we don't have the same tools, if you don't have an eclipse, you have something different. If, if you know, there's certain things that are different. We're using different primers and we're doing everything. It's not, it's not going to come out the same. It's just not. You know? And... And in my mind, I'm like, dude, I wish you would have the Eclipse. I wish you would have this. I wish you would have da-da-da-da-da, right? Because I want you to see results, you know? Yeah, there's people that naturally are just born talented that these dudes, anything they touch, they'll, they'll bust out with it, you know? You have artists who use a cup and can put a straw in a cup of paint and a second strata to, to just blow air and to spit out the paint 
and they could do a fade, right? Just to exaggerate. And these fools are talented. You got dudes on the street with rattle cans that are doing artwork in, on Hollywood Boulevard that are selling these dope art pieces that almost look airbrushed, but the tall rattle can and they're twisting their hands and fades and this and this and that. And they, we, we've all seen this stuff. We're on YouTube, you know. These are dudes that are naturally just born. They're born talented like that. And, you know, it's 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 just one of those things where um, the, the natural born talent and then, like, you know, us, we have to buy this stuff. And we have to give it a go. And, and we learn as we go. And then we get to that point. Like, all right, cool. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm there with you now. Like, I feel like, all right, cool. Uh, there's some progress. I'm headed in a, in a good direction and whatnot. And if, and if you've always dreamed of having, like, a dope setup, hey, you know what? Like, what's holding you back from not deserving that? You deserve it. Like, why not? You know? If, if you, you know, whatever is, is going gonna, is gonna to give you satisfaction, you know, that, like... You want to take your, your stuff to the next level, you got to have some prime tools, some prime stuff, you know, some good stuff. If you're using some tape that's like whack and you're like, man, I keep using this tape and it's all sticky and it leaves residue and this and this and that, get rid of the tape. Even if you just bought it and just toss that thing, you're saving yourself a headache, you know, buy FBS tape, buy 3M tape, buy that good stuff right there and I don't know, just something to think about, you know? There's all those products, all these companies carry all this stuff. It's out there, you know? Um, because it, a lot when you have the right tools and the right materials and stuff, it saves you time. It saves you so much time. And, um, yeah, you know, you are going to get the people that are going to be like, oh, I created this, I created my own stands, and... And I create this and I create that. That's cool. That works for you, dude. But it's not going to work for everybody. It's just not. Because I know I've attempted to like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create my own stand to hold this. It never worked out for me. You know? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt this because like, you know, back then this was recommended. It just didn't work out for me. You know, I bought the Tamiya, the Tamiya stand set. Pfft, easy. Worked like a charm. I was like, dang. And I was buying these back when, you know, with Hobby Lobby back then. And I and I bought one and I was like, dude, I need more. Then I bought three right away. And now I'm working on like, you know, back then I had three projects on rotation right there. And I was like, damn, this is dope. It's saving me a headache, saving me time from trying to build these things. And I have them. I made, you know go with what works for you you know if if you want to build them go for it if it works for you but if it doesn't work for you then then don't you know um but but this is if if you want to up anything you know you want to up your skills but but the time is now i mean if you've been telling yourself i want to i've been wanting to buy this for the last five years nah man i don't know what you're waiting for you're only holding yourself back you gotta you got to do it now, you know. Uh, you just got to take that take that plunge and do it, you know. Um, 
But um, I'm happy from a lot of you guys with what you guys are doing. Um, I saw this uh, man. It's really dope, dope video of these like little uh, like tuner cars. I think it's called tuner kits or something like that on Instagram. This dude did like a he three D'd up a car and it just looks so dope. Just something different, really cartoony. I never done a car like that. And um, I, I purchased the file, and, and my friend Rudy printed it for me. And I just got it today. I'm, like, driving in the car. I, I have it with me, and I'm just like, dude, like, I can't wait till after, you know, I'm, I'm done with, with the uh, the Cedric too. Just to, like, almost, like, take a little break and, like, work on this car, get it primed up, and then just, like, go ahead and uh, and spray some, some paint on it, you know? It just... It looks cool, man. Uh, later, I'll, I'll show some, uh, maybe a photo, uh, just just uh, a raw resin mock-up of it, the way it uh, it looks. It just looks, uh, I don't know, it looks crazy. But, man, I'm almost here. I'm almost to where um, I need to be. I hope I didn't bore you guys. Man, I kind of went on, on a little tangent. I hope I didn't sound like a rant at the end right there. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to, like... I'm just trying to motivate you guys, all right? <laughs> at the end there, like, don't hold back. If there's something you really want, just go, go and grab it. Get that thing, you know? Because I don't know. I don't know. Why, why do we wait? Why? You know, if we've, if we've paid the rent, there's groceries there. All my bills have been paid for and everything... And I put some money to save on the side. And, like, whatever I want, it's like, damn, it's just right there. Why not just go for it and cop it? Get that thing, you know? Do it up. Do it up. So, uh, those are my two cents right there. But um, I'll leave it at that. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Enjoy the long weekend. And before I go, we're also having the 4th of July sale that started uh, a couple days ago and it's going on all all until the 5th um, and it's selected items 25% off so go on the website you'll see the link that'll take you to the selected items once you're in there uh, you'll be able to browse everything whatever you see in that selected items just add to cart and it'll do the automatic discount so it's going to be 25% off. I saw some model kits that I believe the ones that are like $39.99, it's about like a $10 off. It was down to like $29. I was like, damn, that's dope. But uh, just take advantage of it if you want to like stock up on some kits. I threw a little bit of everything in there. Um, everything from kits to paints to tools. Uh, what else? A little bit of everything's in there. Um, some Gundam stuff too. If you want to do something different, you know, no code needed. So just add to cart and, and you're good to go right there. So it's 25% off. Um, I very rarely do a sell with that big of a percentage, uh, the 25. Um, I think, what's the next one? Like maybe when Black Friday. So we still got a long time. Um, and and on, honestly, too, as far as like other holidays I'm, I'm not really too fond of like trying to do uh too many cells i mean i understand like you know it's it's a 
it's a thing that all stores do and this and this and that. But you know what? It's a lot of work. Like, I'm trying to do all these things and then, oh, because sometimes I don't, I'm not even, I'm like so focused with work and other stuff. I'm not even paying attention. And then a holiday creeps up and I'm like, oh, dang, tomorrow's a holiday, you know? And it's, it's just so much. But at the same time, it's like, it, it, I don't know. It just seems um, like too much of a reach. I know you guys don't probably don't want to hear that because it's like I'm telling you more on the perspective from a vendor as opposed to from the consumer. But it's just like you you pay attention to, to certain stores. And there's some stores that never have nothing, nothing on sale. But they sell some dope stuff. And I mean, we're I'm I'm still gonna buy it regardless, or whatever you know. And then you, you see other stores, and they're just like liquidating. You go, damn! Like overnight, like what the heck? What's going on? You know? And um, and I don't know. I mean, it's just I'm just being being really choosy with when when is a cool time to have a sell and when not. You know? Because there's just too many holidays, and now that it's just getting ridiculous. There's a holiday for like every little thing. Now, to the point where we're going to get to a point where every business is like, we're all going to just close, you know, the whole year. We're just, the whole year is going to be a holiday. I just don't get it. I mean, and the reason why I say that, making it sound like that is because um, one day there was a holiday and I went to the post and the post was closed and I was like, what the hell? Like, all of a sudden we're selling, like, people are celebrating like holidays and, and it's happened many times through the year that I'm like, what the heck? Like, a lot of stores are open. Like, I'm still open. Like, what's going on, you know? But whatever. It is what it is, you know? I, I'm not going to change anything. Um, on the, I have no control over that. But but the sales going on right now, going down, um, you know, whatever, just check it out. If you see something that sparks your interest, that probably you've been looking for, it's going to be right there. But thank you guys for the support. As always, um... And please build, keep building, keep that mind busy, you know, keep working out those muscles in the brain, think, think of concepts, think of what's something new you want to introduce to this model game, information, tips, share, you know, there's just so many things that you put it out there and it's definitely going to help another modeler as well. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Be safe out there. Stay tuned. Peace out.